Uh, you guys had a good weekend? I had a great weekend. Yeah. I, can't I took a nap. Sounds like a great time. Like, it's a great time. I mean, Alright. Get your rest. Alright. You guys ready? Yep. I was born. Alright guys. So welcome to episode two of the crypto effect where your host Jeffrey. Diz and you Nelson. So what's going on guys? What's the what's the week been like for you guys? I was scared. Because I heard there was a bomb threat. Yes. Crypto bomb threat. Yes. They're trying to they're trying to come after everyone now. It's crazy. These pot you heard about that stuff? Yeah, the crypt the crypto bomb threat is happening. Well, it was specifically demanding Bitcoin. Twenty thousand bitcoins. Twenty thousand yeah. <laughs> these clowns. As a matter of fact, my company that I work for got evacuated. Oh really? Because of that, yeah. Yeah. Oh. The whole entire building. And I, the when I when I first heard about it and they said that there's bomb threats. We get outside, then somebody says, yeah, somebody's asking for 20,000 Bitcoins. <laughs> then, when I get back inside, I, I start reading some articles, and then I guess it was like a nationwide thing, so. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Like, I, I remember seeing it all over the news, and I'm like, is this, like, real right now? Like, I don't know, it was just crazy. Did you get to read the email that they sent? Or? I didn't get to read it, but a lot of people were saying that it's not really credible. They couldn't really find the source, so it's like... Yeah, yeah obviously it was some, some pranksters or someone trying to pull a quick one. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. they didn't think it through all the way, and they're like, let me just throw it out in the wind and see if it catches anything. Yeah. It didn't catch not one Bitcoin. I mean, not for nothing, but if you would have ended up with 20,000 Bitcoins... That's that's yeah. That's not or, listen. Not that I'm saying get any ideas out there. <laughs> you didn't hear that here. It was but enough. still twenty thousand bitcoins is a lot of bitcoin. I mean, I think the whole entire purpose of Bitcoin, um, obviously, is to decentralize money, right? And one of the things about that is I don't believe that there's going to be any pirate in kind of situation where people are going to go and hijack you for your Bitcoin out, out of a boat. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're in Somalia or somewhere in parts of the world, I, they I don't can, think though. I don't. I, <laughs> they can. They can't. Well, yeah, if they kidnap the right person. But I mean, who's going to know if you have money or not unless if you're putting it out there? True. You know, your cryptocurrency is safe somewhere. You know, the wallet's yeah. not going to yeah. be attached to your name specifically. That's true. So it's going to be kind of difficult for someone to pull something off like that. Like, hey, go and get me 20,000. Yeah. They must really know you. And they must really. Yeah. They're putting out your information out yeah. there because I know some people and I'm sure you guys know some people have a bunch of different cryptocurrencies and no one knows about it. And you see them down the street, probably like they're broke, but they're not broke. So yeah. protect your keys too, man, because you know we got somebody here that loses their keys. I lost one key, guys. <laughs> one key. One key. It wasn't even that big of a deal. I mean, F found it. Just think about how scary that is, though. You know that you have. Let's say you do have fifty bitcoins, and you lose your keys. What do you oh. do at that point? To cry. Cry. I mean, I think, I think, <laughs> I think cry. that's one of the scariest things right now about the space. You know, and it'll probably keep a lot of people out is the fact that, you know, you lose these keys, you lose your money, you lose your Bitcoins. Yeah. So there has to be a solution at some point, you know, um, custody, right? That's what that's that's one of the things that is holding a lot of people from coming in is, you know, having a third party, you know, to being hold, responsible, being for, responsible yeah. rather yeah. than yourself. And I don't think anyone wants that responsibility no, right that's, now. That's a huge responsibility. No. It's a huge right responsibility. early stages. Yeah. Given the market fluctuates so much as well as like, hey. I left this in your hands and it disappeared. It's too early, man. It's, it's too early for that. It's, it's too, it's but I don't. I don't think that the bomb threats are gonna continue to happen. I think that was a one-time thing. However, one of the positive sides of that um, scenario is <laughs> a lot of uh, awareness. True. Definitely. True. You know. So 
If you didn't hear about it, now you heard about it. Yeah, well, it was you know? it was all over the headlines. Of course. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I mean, Bitcoin now, the whole entire market of cryptocurrency is expanding. It's being used in, on so many different levels. Did you guys hear about um, that building in Manhattan that's using blockchain technology to tokenize yep. the, the asset? No, I haven't really heard It's about bananas. It. So pretty much these guys are developers, realtors, and there's a bunch of people involved where they built... I don't know, X amount of apartments. I'm not going to give you an exact number because I don't recall. But they took the loan from the bank and the bank had a deadline when they had to pay it back. And instead of them, you know, rushing or panicking because sometimes developers don't finish on time, they tokenized the building. Mm -hmm. So pretty much they grabbed that asset and they put it into tokens. In other words, they... They distribute ownership they distribute ownership as in tokens right so That's now now the money is there you and i will go in and purchase some of these tokens own a piece of the building but and these guys get the money so they can finish the project i'm holding on to the asset they got the money to finish the project without the pressure of having to pay the bank back you know how crazy that is? That's, that's insane. Crazy. Yeah. Like, think that's, that's the future. That's what cryptocurrency, that's that's the whole entire purpose of this digital market is that we don't have to rely on banks and, and have play by their rules specifically in order to, to fund projects and businesses. Yeah. And it's funny, a lot of people getting creative with this stuff. That's super right creative now. right there. That's really creative. And, and those are the type of things that is going to disrupt what they call finance. Yeah. yeah. The finance financial world that we, that we live in today. And I think that in a few years from now, we're gonna look back and we're like, wow, people actually used cash. <laughs> well, you know, which I was actually gonna ask you guys, like, all right, for us, you know, we're in the crypto market, right? And you know, we have, you know, different coins or whatever. Do you guys think that it's gonna come to a point where we no longer have to cash out per se? We just what we're holding on to, that's what's gonna be. Obviously, not like all your the net worth. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Well, actually, the CZ, the the CEO of Binance, recently said that he has ninety nine point nine percent of his wealth in crypto. In crypto, yeah. So he owns no fiat. Everything is all in crypto. Yeah. I believe that. I mean, look at Warren Buffett. You look at Bill Gates. You look at Mark Zuckerberg. All these guys, all of their all of their wealth is inside their stocks. Yeah. 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 You know. So because I mean, all right, so I don't know if you guys heard about Coinbase integrating with paypal that you're able to uh transfer to paypal with zero fees and supposedly like immediately you know to exchange it into cash but yeah. it's just one of those things that like you know it's about time is it, is it gonna hold up in the market the value of the dollar per the coin and that's yeah. a great question i personally believe that it will eventually stabilize you know not, there's so many projects out there that are that fluctuate again in pricing because of market manipulation, because of uh, rumors, FUD, you know, lack of, of deliverance uh, on one of their sprints, one of their, their, you know, their releases. And eventually, once all that is taken care of, it should stabilize to a point where it, it is going to be like stocks. Yeah, of course. In that sense. I, I, and I believe so. a lot of people will hold their, their wealth. I mean, I'm going to hold on to these coins that I own for a long time. There's no, I have no plans on selling them as soon as the market goes. I mean, maybe I'll sell some, but yeah. <laughs> not all of them. I, I mean, guys, I mean, I think we've learned from our mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, sure. I mean, the last bull run. <laughs> I, I think we had like an unrealistic expectation in the beginning when we first joined. Yeah. And we would look at a cryptocurrency, for example, like Cardano at like 
five billion dollars in evaluation. Yeah. With no product. Exactly. And we were still hoping that it'll continue to go up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think that this this whole correction is great for us and great for the space because now people really have to work. Yeah. You know, um, these companies have to deliver. Right. right. Whatever uh, they say they're gonna do. And recently, there's there's a lot of a lot of companies that are actually shutting down. You know, and, and this is good because a lot of the projects that weren't meant to be successful, this is the time when they die off. Yeah. And that gives space for real projects to actually, you know, um, take advantage and, yeah. and move forward now. Only yeah. the strong will survive. Exactly. You know, it's kind of like, like Tron. You know, just <laughs> <laughs> well, Tron is moving up in the ranks. <laughs> I was going to compare it to like the, the dot-com boom, you know, back then when everyone just launched a website, they launched a project. And they would, you know, get these unicorn investments and unicorn valuations of my company's oh, yeah. worth a billion dollars yeah. because it does X, Y, Z. And, yeah. and then after it bursted and it blew up, all these companies shut down. A lot of people lost money and only the strong survived. That's right. where you got yeah. the Amazons. Right. That's where you got the Googles. You know, that's yeah. where you got the Ebays from because they actually had a working pro- work product. Yeah. And that's, right. that's what we're going to head to. And I think that um, it will... I think it will stabilize, and I think that at some point it, it will be dollar for dollar, dollar for coin. Um, I don't what know. What do you mean? Do you mean when you say dollar for coin? Do you mean like the value equivalent to the dollar? Not equivalent to the dollar. I mean like there'll be stability within that coin, right? So for example, now if like you, independent from Bitcoin, independent from Bitcoin. Okay. So if you let's take you mentioned Cardano, you mentioned Tron, all mentioned Ethos just for kicks, <laughs> right? So Ethos, yeah. right? At some point. It'll be whatever fraction of ethos will be worth a dollar or one ETHO could be worth ten dollars at right. some point. Okay. And then that that'll it might have some fluctuation just like the dollar does now as well. Right. All currency all around the world fluctuates in, in the value. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you take a dollar against a peso or against a ying, you know, it's gonna fluctuate. Of so course, I think you'll course. see that in the currencies Definitely. in the future. Yeah. And I also think too, man, that there's too many people in the space trying to do the same thing, right? And when you look at a future, when you look at the future, you're not gonna have too many blockchains operating. I think there's gonna be maybe two or three main blockchains, you know, to kind of service, you know, all the other different um, projects. Yeah. And when you look at DApps, right? Um, you look at, at projects like Ethereum. Um, you look at EOS. You look at Cardano. You look at Tron, and my man. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and the reality is is that the projects that are going to survive are the ones that are able to adapt yeah. and change. Right now, one of the biggest issues that we're obviously facing is scalability. Right? Ethereum can only do 7 transactions per second or 17 transactions per second. And then you have EOS which they say can do potentially 7,000 transactions mm. per second. But then you got Cardano, doesn't he have a project? It, has a great white paper, yeah. but we don't have anything yet. Hmm. Tron is making acquisitions and is, you know, has, has actually, they're one of the top in, in, in uh, transactions yeah. per day yeah. and weekly right under EOS. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm sure you know that number. What's the number now? Well, I know they had reached, what was it, 2 million transactions per day, like, what was it, like yesterday or two days ago or wow. something like that? So, you know. That's you crazy. Know. And it's funny because you <laughs> <laughs> would look at Tron and we'd be like, ah, it's I like, don't know. Let's be realistic. Yeah. Everybody considers, even to this day, Tron as a scam coin. Of course. You know? Of course. But I kind of feel like they've proven themselves and, you know, they're putting money behind 
Tron, you mm-hmm. know, you know what, what did they acquire? BitTorrent. BitTorrent. I know he's funding the gaming industry and, yeah. and whatnot. For it's sure. just, for sure. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm a believer of Tron, guys. <laughs> Shout out to Justin's son. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Justin's son, Justin's son. Justin's son. But yeah, so I think projects are going to evolve. I think that we'll see the strong will survive. Yeah. They're... And not for nothing, and I think like even like projects that do have potential that maybe don't survive, they probably get bought out. You know, if you look at if you look at the big dogs like Google, right? Yeah, they buy out all these like different, you know, small projects. Yeah, yeah. small projects and turn them into something else. Or sometimes they kill them, take the horse behind the barn and shoot it. That's true. Sometimes they do that as well. That too. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff going on. You know, I think that this market is getting to a lot of people. Yeah. You know, I was watching a video from this guy and he was saying like um that the elites, you know, like these powerful people are controlling cryptocurrency because cryptocurrency is completely against um their system. Mm. Right? We're trying to decentralize them. They're trying to keep everything centralized. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so basically what they're saying is that because of because they're not they're not in agreement with uh with, with decentralization that they could potentially run the price down to zero. You know, and that, um, you know, Bitcoin really has no value. Um, people say that it's a store of value, but a lot of people say that, you know, it's too volatile. You know, there's, there's no real intrinsic value. And so, you know, in order for you to invest in this type of market, you have to do your research. Yeah. And you have to be sure about um, what it is that this technology offers. Yeah. Right. And, and one of the things that for me is, is big is... Um, a one world currency, for example, right? That's the future. Yeah. The world is gonna go that way. And most importantly, there will be no physical money in the future. Of course not. And I believe that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I believe and it too. On top of that, you know, we have, you know, it's hard to keep track of documents, right? People can lose their documents, they can lose very um, identity, for example, um, identity protection. And there's a lot of projects right now that are offering, you know, better ways for us to, for example, own a house, you know, store everything on the blockchain where everything's transparent, everybody has access to it. Mm-hmm. If you go to a court, as a matter of fact, there's court systems that use blockchain now, mm-hmm. right? As, as evidence, right? Because you can't change it. Yeah. It's immutable. It, yeah. So, I mean, when you look at a transparent world, you know, and, and giving power back to the people, we would be living in a cryptocurrency world. Where everything is decentralized, Definitely. you know, everybody has a fair yeah. chance of 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 being able to um, increase their wealth, you know. And look at this, look at this blockchain um, Manhattan, building. Manhattan building. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, wow. imagine that you own your own building, right? And you don't have to go to a bank to finance it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, right? That's what I've been looking for. It it just changes everything. Yeah, it does, and it I, I, I can see that transitioning into. Uh, like you said, obviously, real estate, vehicles, it could probably even go into education at some point. Oh, you know, oh yeah, paying for, for sure. schools. Definitely. You know, for no, sure. no, no offense to Sally May, I don't owe any money to Sally <laughs> May. Oh, man, I, I know a lot of people do, but I don't. <laughs> Sally May, just making that nice and clear. But it will. But it could replace so much. It will replace so much because. That's what we've been needing. You don't know what you need until you have it. Of course. You know, and like yeah. you said, we money is becoming obsolete. Mm-hmm. I before I met my wife, I always carried cash because I felt that was the best way for me personally to manage it. But it becomes uncomfortable when you go to the store and you have 
change in your pockets and you lose a dollar or yeah. two or you know you lose your money and you're not even keeping two. track sometimes of what you purchase when you start using your bank card now you can go back and see the history of transactions yeah. right and it gives you a better idea of how to budget yourself as well like oh this week i spent x amount on gas Right. You have cash, it's just going to go through, you know, up. Oh, I don't know. I might have thrown in 20 bucks into yeah. the tank. Might have had that burger or not. I don't know. You read me, but, you know. And not only that, I also think, too, is just also like, who controls most of the cash? Nah. Bankers. Bankers. Right? Government. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. who charges his taxes? Who's who? <laughs> Uncle Sam? Exactly. Uncle Sam, man. Uncle, Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam. Exactly. He's killing the game right now. <laughs> He's always been killing the game. Literally. Yeah, so. I was actually uh, thinking about this, right? So, um, and I'm going to bring up these two projects, Ripple and Stellar, right? Yeah. Um, kind of similar projects, uh, two different philosophies, right? Ripple is um, is an equity, mm-hmm. right? So they have their own investor, private investors. And then you have um, Stellar, which is a nonprofit, yeah. right? So one of the reasons why Jed McCaleb, the, one of the founders of Ripple and now the founder of Stellar left was because... He believed that everything should be distributed amongst everybody, mm. right? So right now, when we look at uh, Ripple, um, we see that they own a lot of the Ripples, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe thirty percent of the people control almost sixty to seventy percent of, of of XRP. So you look at a project like Stellar, right, which gives away tokens, yeah. and their goal is to spread the wealth, right? And there's also they have, I believe, is a one percent inflation. That they pay out every single week. So if you have a wallet, right, they everybody gets to take a one percent, uh, a piece of that one percent that comes out every single um, week. And the reason why they do that is because, right, people lose their keys, people die, so a lot of coins get lost in circulation. Yeah. But what we see in their philosophy is that they believe that more people should be involved rather than just a few owning, you know. Uh, a larger percentage yeah. and that's what happens right now in 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 the traditional um in the traditional um what do you say space that we are in right now in terms of um government owning the money and so and, and the bankers as well is that they control most of they print their own money yeah that's right? true that is they true. print their own money they have access to it we don't right so so who's gonna have um more say you know when, when it comes to decision making they lobby you know, all these people to make all these laws, to do all these things. What we are looking for is e- equality. Yeah. Right? And I believe that cryptocurrency is going to bring that, that change. Oh, definitely. Definitely. For sure. And EOS actually is, is working on um, bringing voting hmm. to the blockchain. Interesting. Right? Which, you know, right now we have this whole issue about Trump and Russia potentially... Yeah. Ruining the elections. Yeah. We'll you find know. out soon enough. We will find out eventually. <laughs> We've been finding out. We've been finding out. But imagine that everybody gets to vote through the blockchain. Hmm. Everything's recorded. Yeah, everything. you can't. You can't do anything about nah. it. So. Wow, that's that. That would be great. Yeah. I mean, that's the future. And how you mentioned, you know, that now, you know, currency is is actual money, the U.S. dollar. It's there's a lot of, of governance right now over the money, you know, obviously oh, yeah. taxes, et cetera, the feds, all of the above. Um, but I know that a lot of people are seeing the future into the cryptocurrency and what what it's going to ha- what is going to happen. Right. So I heard about the whole Swift thing and the CEO stepping down. Oh, yeah, that's right. So so what's going on with that? Like, how's what was it? I want to know what happened. Why? Well, w- w- what they're saying is, is that uh 
cryptocurrency is really disrupting that industry. And mm. specifically Ripple, right, and Stellar, who are doing cross-border remittances or mm. cross-border payments. Yep. And the thing about Swift, it's an old tech, an old technology. It's clunky. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and and people want f- less fees and quicker yeah, payments. Yeah. We know Swift. When Options. you send money anywhere, right. they're gonna hit you over the head. Oh yeah. Right. Try yeah. to. I tried uh, doing a bank transfer the other day, overseas. And I might have mentioned this to you. And 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 bank fee was 50 bucks <laughs> i was like crazy. no 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 crazy. and i went to, to western union and even western union was like it was yeah. like seven bucks so i was like wow and in the it's amount crazy. of time it takes to get there oh, yeah i, I remember sending uh, sending money over overseas to uh, my father-in-law and it took three days right to get to the middle bank <laughs> somewhere in the middle bank the money didn't get transferred to the to the bank to the bank in dr and so i had to wait Eight to ten days, and you remember this. Yeah, yeah. Eight to ten days for that money to finally arrive there. Wow. Yep. And I kept on verifying the SWIFT code, which is a, this long, huge number. <laughs> kind of like a private key, right? <laughs> kind of like a private key. Somewhat, yeah. Yeah, right. But then, you know, nobody was able to tell me where my money was. And if my money, if my money would have been lost in that process, it's yeah, gone. Done. There's nothing that they can do. That's There's no true. guarantees. And there's no way to trace it back. There's either. no way to trace it back. So what do you, what do you think? So the CEO of SWIFT stepping down. I mean, the seeing. The, I mean, this oh, guy has yeah, been around for. Yeah. He's the, a the, dinosaur in the industry. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason. There's the the reason writing on the wall. The yeah. writing's on the wall. Exactly. He's a smart man. Good for, the <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. He knows, man. He's yeah. woke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're gonna say he's woke. He's woke. I mean, good for him. But definitely, that's something to look out after. And and I've learned from a, a, a friend of ours who's also in the space in cryptocurrency. And he mentions, look at the people who are really involved with a lot of money. Look at the steps that they're taking. Of course. You know, what are they doing? Where are they moving their money to? You know, when the, the, the crypto market is going down, why are there investments going in from these institutions, right, yeah. from these individuals? And that kind of gives you a good idea of where the market's going to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. You know, just like the stock market, there's a lot of people who play against it. And there's a lot of people who spread rumors, but then you'll see the selected few who know exactly what they're doing, and they know when to buy in and why they're buying right. in, and they also know when to step yeah, out, of which is was our initial mistake. Right. We didn't know when to step yeah, out, right? We were all novices. It's, it's, it's fine. It but happens. if you look at guys like Mark Cuban, I know he's accepting mm-hmm. uh, crypto at, at the stadium at um, Wow. At the yeah, his, yep, I didn't his, know that at the stadium. Um, Gary V, I don't know if you guys. Uh, yeah, of course. course. Yeah, know. he's knee deep in it. He said. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, listen, and he's real. He's like, I don't understand it, mm-hmm. but I'm in it. But I'm in it. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just one of those things. You look at these these people that you know they're investors and they're successful, and it's like, all right, you know, they're investing for a reason. I mean, of right. course, you know, they don't mind losing a little bit because oh, you know course. they got the money. Yeah, but of course. I mean, they. Here's a reality, man. You see, backed. For example, yeah, backed is 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 made up of Starbucks, Microsoft, and the parent company of the New York Stock Exchange. Yeah, right. Then you have Fidelity, which manages about seven point six trillion dollars in assets. Right. Then you have Goldman Sachs CEO and Mike Novogratz, who's one of the big supporters of, of cryptocurrency, who invested thirty million dollars into a custody solution, Bitco. So where is the big money moving? Into the space, but then we read all these articles saying crypto is dead. You know this, this everything's going to zero, and that's just ways for them to bring the price down to buy 
a lot cheaper. Oh, a lot cheaper. Yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. so, as well. But that's the thing, you know, like if you look at the times that people have said crypto is dead over the years, it's been plenty every of time times. It <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every time it crashes. Yeah. Every time it crashes. And then it does take a very uh, significant dip. 80, 70, 80, 90% sometimes. I think, yeah. I've, I think I've seen 95%, it. 95%. And then when it shoots back up and it goes a thousand times up higher, then, you know, whoever was there was there. Right. And, and the sad part is when it reaches the that that uh, all-time high, mm-hmm. that's where everybody wants to jump invest, in. You know? right. And it's just like, it's sad. That's because... when all the positive news is coming out. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, because now that these whales bought all at the bottom, now they got to bring that price up so they can make their money. Yeah. Then they'll start dumping on you. Yeah. You yeah. know, as soon as they get to the price where, where they had set as their goal, they start dumping and then people think, oh, it's going to bounce from here. And then it drops. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely going to bounce from here. And then it drops more. Yeah. And then you get to the point where we are now. Yeah. <laughs> Who is it? Is it CNBC or CNBC? Fast Cash? Yep, yeah. Fast Cash. That was teaching people how to purchase Ripple at, what was it, like $3? $3.20. Wow. $3.20. $3, $3, $3, yeah. Yep. Wow. Well, Which is and we got dumped on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I was, in, I was yeah. in there real, really early. And man, like, when you think about penny, it, so. you look at a coin like Ripple that has about 35 billion coins in circulation. At an evaluation of $3.60 each, <laughs> we didn't understand math. We didn't understand <laughs> circulating supply. We didn't understand that these companies were all overvalued. Oh, yeah. 100% overvalued. Now, this hap- once this happens again, it's not, it, it's not going to be the same. No, no, no. You know? And and I'm ready to sell at the top. <laughs> More of a story. So, Nelson's ready to sell. <laughs> we all, we're all we, we all will take some profits. Oh, we have oh definitely take your profits, sure. guys. Take, for sure. Yeah, take profits. But um, you, know, you guys got anything else? I think we we've given a a good amount of information out today, and we want to leave some for the next time. All right, guys. So we'll catch you guys next week on Tuesday. Stay tuned. Yes, sir. Sounds good. We'll see you guys. Peace. Peace.